Hello and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church in Lexington, Kentucky. And on today's Word for the Day, we're going to wrap up our series called How to Read the Bible. And today I want to talk about just the importance of reading carefully in context. So one of the things that, that people can often do is forget that the Bible isn't a set of individual verses that stand alone as little sort of nuggets of truth. Um, it's 66 books, and the books are divided up into literary sections, and those literary sections are divided up into sentences, and the sentences are made up of words. So when you read a word in the Bible, you have to read it carefully in its context. So if you take a verse and, and you want to interpret it, especially one of the words in the verse, you have to sort of start with the word and then zoom out to the sentence then zoom out to the larger literary unit. And often that's not the verse, it's more of a, a paragraph. A lot of English translations will divide things up into paragraph or literary sections, and then the book as a whole, then the part of the canon it's in, and then how it sits in the whole canon. That sounds like a tall order, doesn't it? But let's let's do it with the verse. Let's do Philippians 4.13. Paul writes, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's a great verse. So, you know, just pull that verse out, put it on a card, and just interpret it and apply it. There isn't anything I can't do if Christ is with me, right? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Well, there's a little bit of a problem with that. It's a nice sentiment, and it's encouraging, but if you zoom out to the broader context of that verse... The all there has a broader context, and it's this. Paul's writing about contentment. If you read it in the sentences that surround it, you find out he's talking about how he's able to um, find joy and contentment in Christ, whether he's rich or poor, free or in prison, etc. No matter what his circumstances, he can find contentment, peace, and joy. So no matter what the thing is, he can live with contentment because he's in Christ. So all things he can live out with contentment in Christ. That's what the verse is talking about. But you pull it out of his context, he can really misinterpret it and over apply it. And then and that makes more sense when you zoom out to the letter of the Philippians, because Paul's writing to them to be faithful as a church in in a midst of a culture where they're marginalized. And, and, and he's really helping them get that by reminding them that he's writing from prison himself. And yet he's living in joy because, um, because he has Christ. And having Christ enables him to walk faithfully. So when you interpret, as I said before, you always want to kind of do it at this level. You, you want to read a verse, then you want to think about its immediate context. And also think of how it fits in the book. Now, this it takes a little more work, and you may not always have time to do this, but if you're reading through a book of the Bible, pay attention to the argument, what's going on. Um, if it's narrative, what point of the story is it in? You always want to pay attention to that. Then you want to pay attention to the part of the canon. For example, if I'm reading in Leviticus about sacri- sacrifices, you know, I think this one's obvious, but I'm not going to go, boy, I need to figure out a way to, you know, find a sheep to sacrifice at a temple in Jerusalem. Well, you don't need to do that. 
So you have to realize I have to interpret in the context of the fact that I live in the new covenant and, and where it fits in the whole canon of scripture. Um, but basically, if in general, you'll just pay attention to word, sentence, paragraph, literary section, and read carefully in that way, you won't mess up your reading of the Bible. And you'll find, you will find that almost every time someone has a teaching that's that's wrong, it's because that's what they're doing. They're just ignoring the immediate context and not reading carefully and closely what's going on in the text. All of us who read do this all the time with other books. I think what often messes up the Bible is because the Bible is divided up into verses, which you know was done about a thousand AD. It's not they're not original. They're just a reference system to help us find things in the Bible. And they're a fine reference system. I'm glad it's there. But it can cause us to think the Bible's like, you know, thousands of little nuggets that we just pull out and, and lean into rather than a, a, a long canonical narrative in books that have narratives or arguments and that have context and that we still don't have to follow the normal conventions of reading. I heard a phrase, and I'll kind of close with this, that, you know, oftentimes when we want to interpret a word, we first go to the lexical definition, what's in the dictionary, etc. But actually, that's the second place you should go. Um, words are known by the friends they keep. So you usually know what a word means or what its reference is by the context it's in. Because sometimes, you know, like in English, we have words that different have different meanings. One word can have different meanings. Um, depending on how it's used, right? So same thing. So you have to pay attention to the word, how it's used in the sentence, paragraph or literary section, etc. And just doing that will just protect you from a lot of frustration and heartache as you read the Bible. Well, there's a lot more I could say about reading the Bible. And, um, you know, kind of in line with how we do this podcast, this is not an in-depth um you know, college level study or anything like that. Um, but I want to encourage you to explore a tool that I find really helpful. Um, it's a website and a YouTube channel called The Bible Project. Um, many of you have been exposed to this, and it's a ministry. Um, God, I think they're in Portland, maybe Seattle, there's some place in the Northwest. And um, a, a guy who's a seminary prof and has been a pastor who's a, who's a biblical expert language expert, and his partner, who's a computer graphic business expert, they've come together and built a ministry where they produce um, videos that um, explain the Bible. And uh, at the heart of it is they have a, a video that summarizes each book, one video for each book of the Bible. Some of the books have two videos because they're long. And then biblical themes and key biblical words. They have a whole section on how to read the Bible that goes much more in depth than I have and adds other things. And um, this is a great tool. I actually, when I'm preparing a sermon in a particular book, oftentimes I'll watch the video just to kind of refresh my memory about the structure and argument of the book. You will learn so much about the Bible. And um, I know for, for in my household, um, my, my, younger, my daughters here, my younger kids, when they were in junior high and high school, we would watch Bible Project videos with them and kind of help them learn the Bible. But um, BibleProject.org, or just go on YouTube and type Bible Project. They have a YouTube channel, and it has all the videos they put on their website on there, and you can check it out. And it is an excellent, 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 did I say excellent? Yeah, excellent tool and resource for learning your Bible 
and learning how to read it carefully. God bless and have a great day.